Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab a bucket and a sponge. It's time for a story. Today's story is Refiloe and the Washed Chickens by Marion Drew. It was the first wedding in the Tenane family, and Refiloe had never been so excited in her life. I'm going to be Palisa's bridesmaid with a new dress and shoes, she said to her chickens. Refiloe told her chickens everything. Her father had given the chickens to her as a birthday present, and she loved them very much. Take those dirty, scruffy chickens out of here, Refiloe, shouted her mother. I don't want them anywhere near this wedding tent. Refiloe shooed her chickens out of the tent. Run away, you silly things, she said. I don't want you to be eaten at Palesa's wedding. Madam says that this is going to be the best wedding ever seen in Malayalea, Refiloe told her chickens. And she says that I can help all the older girls with the cooking. The chickens paid no attention to her. Refiloe, called her mother from inside. Leave those chickens of yours and come and help me with these pots, please. Refiloe's mother was very proud of her house and wanted it to be perfect for the wedding. She cleaned and washed and scrubbed and scoured and polished everything in sight. When she had finished, there wasn't a single speck of dust anywhere. The chickens poked their heads inside the front door. Out, shouted Refiloe's mother. Out, you scruffy things with your dirty feet and beaks. Refiloe followed her chickens out into the yard. Madam is right. You are a disgrace, she scolded them. So Refiloe thought for a while. Suddenly she smiled and said to herself, I have an excellent idea. She went and filled a bucket with water from the spring. Refiloe had a lot of trouble catching her chickens. They did not think that a bath was such a good idea. Refiloe put the first chicken into the bucket of water. It clucked at the top of its voice and flapped its wings like crazy. Hold still, you silly thing, Refiloe shouted. This won't take long. When Refiloe wiped the chicken's nose and eyes, it suddenly went limp and flopped over the side of the bucket. This is no time to sleep, said Refiloe. She gave it a good shake to get all the water out. If you're not going to wake up now, I'll have to put you somewhere to dry nicely, she said. She laid the chicken out on the grass to dry. The chicken lay completely still. Refiloe washed each and every one of her chickens. Each and every one of them went limp and floppy before she was finished with it. She put all those eight chickens in a row on the grass to dry. Not one of them moved a single feather. I'll leave them to sleep a little, Refiloe thought to herself. 
and off she went to check on the Morojo. Madame Ngue and Madame Petty were Refilo's aunts. They did not like each other at all. The aunts had been preparing for months for Palesa's wedding, but they would not even think about riding together in the same taxi. Madame Ngue spotted Refilo's chickens laid out to dry. What a nice little snack for me to take home, she said to herself. She took off her chale and carefully wrapped all those chickens up in it. Not a single chicken moved. Perfect, she smiled. Now I shall put them somewhere where Madame Petty will not ever find them. And she put the bundle around the corner among the pumpkin vines. Madame Petty decided to make her famous pumpkin dish. She took her big bowl and went off to the vegetable garden. In the vegetable garden, she saw Madame Ngue's bundle under the pumpkin vine. She undid the bundle. Out fell all eight chickens. Eesh, she cried, jumping back in surprise. Oh, you are the cleanest, prettiest chickens. Just ready for my pot, she crooned. Now, where shall I hide you, darlings? Madame Petty chuckled. I'll have to find a very good place, she said, walking around the house. I know, she said at last. I'll put you on the roof. Madame Petty climbed up onto the garden wall and put the chickens in a row on the thatched roof. The next day, the sun rose in good time for the wedding. Refiloe was up first and went to see her chickens. She saw that they were no longer lying on the grass. They must be nicely dry by now. I'm sure they've gone to look for their breakfast, she said. Palesa's wedding was wonderful. Those chickens did not get up off the roof to join in when all the bridesmaid ladies danced into the yard. Not one of the chickens stirred when the church choir sang in their loudest, sweetest voices. The chickens were still lying on the roof when the priest gave his sermon. They did not even twitch a feather when the pigs and Refiloe's grandfather all snored loudly in the middle of the sermon. Not one foot of those chickens trembled when sheep wandered into the tent, nearly knocking over the wedding cake. It was only when the groom's father was halfway through his speech that things started to change on that roof. The first chicken spread its wings and flew into Madame Ngue's bosom. Madame Petty next to her started giggling. Another chicken flew up onto Madame Ngue's nuduku. The people at the next table tried not to laugh. The lady next to Madame Ngue put her head down onto the table. He, hey, hey, she cackled. All the other chickens decided to join the first two. You couldn't see Madame Ngue for all those chickens. The guests screamed with laughter. The men had to hold on to their bellies. The women rolled around in their chairs. The boys and girls were hanging on to each other. The grandmothers could hardly breathe for laughing. The grandfathers stamped their walking sticks. Then, the two aunts looked at each other. 
and started giggling. Madame Petty opened her mouth wide with laughter. Madame Nguay threw back her head and laughed until all her chins shook. Refiloe couldn't believe it. All the guests agreed that it was the best wedding entertainment ever known in Malayalea. Oh, you are so lucky, Rafiloe said to her chickens as she put them into their coop for the night. Madam says that she will never put you in the supper pot. But look how dirty you are again, she told them. I think I'll have to give you another wash tomorrow. I hope you liked that story. I picked it because it made me laugh. I must say, I was pretty surprised by what happened in the story. I don't understand why the chickens went limp after Refiloe washed them. Chickens don't usually take baths in water. Chickens usually bathe themselves in dust. And I don't know why they went limp the way they did. But it sure made for a funny story to have the madams hiding them around and then having them woof come into the wedding. Have you ever been to a wedding? This story takes place in South Africa. And so the wedding that it's describing is a South African wedding. There are bridesmaids dancing and a church choir singing. And it happens in a tent. And there's a priest that gives a sermon. And the whole family is there. Children, aunts, uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers. A lot of weddings are like that. But there are lots of different ways to have a wedding. A wedding is such a beautiful time. A celebration of family. If you know any grown-ups that have had a wedding, you might want to ask them what their wedding was like. They might have pictures that they could show you or other things they might have kept from their wedding day. Talking to your grown-ups about weddings that they've been to or a wedding they might have had themselves is a great way to get to know your family better. I hope you have a beautiful week full of happiness and silliness and love and connection. This story, Refiloe and the Washed Chickens, was written by Marion Drew and is part of the African Storybook Initiative. As part of this project, teams of African writers and illustrators get together to create books to be shared by children all over the world in a variety of languages. The books are available through a Creative Commons attribution license, and you can find this story and so many more 
at africanstorybook.org. I'm grateful to the African Storybook Initiative for sharing this story with us. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.